adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back to the No Snooze Podcast, episode 25. Wow, 25. 25, I swear, man. Every time, every time we have another one in the books, especially now after 20, it's, it's, it's a little, it's crazy to me just to think that, you know what, we're double digits now, this has been happening for 25 straight weeks, and it's exciting, and the momentum is now serious. And it's funny, I say it every week, but it's funny who reaches out to you and who's watching. And just want to say we appreciate everyone that is watching, commenting, interacting with us. If you're not interacting with us yet, we I always get a good kick out of like someone responding to a story and knowing that you're up that early and yep. actually watching us be you right. know, sometimes helpful, most of the times just clowns. That's right. Um, and my voice is a little raspy, and at the tail end or in the middle of the podcast, I'll explain you'll why. Tell us what's going Amber on. Deegan, you screwed me over. <laughs> not really, but you'll see. Very funny. Um, on a on a serious you know note, I definitely want to acknowledge the the death of Mr. George Floyd. Um, that was just straight up horrific. Um, for those of you who don't know, you know he was the Minnesota man that was arrested for what they believed to be fraudulent money. He was then arrested by two officers. There's video of the whole thing. Long story short, you know something something ensues. And he ends up face down with his hands behind his back with two officers on his back in addition to another officer on his neck taking a knee. Um, you know, he, he, he later died, but there's still a social injustice and systemic racism that definitely exists. It's apparent in the video. Um, as a white man myself, you know, I have to acknowledge that white privilege sounds like it's a negative thing, but it's real because I cannot tell you what it feels like to ever drive by a police officer or walk by a police officer and ever say to myself, wow, you know what? I'm nervous of the potential that can happen. So for that right there, I acknowledge that I cannot you know, feel what African-Americans feel. Um, but as a white man, just knowing that it's, that it's out there, I believe we can make change and it goes much deeper than just posting the, the black squares on Instagram. Um, this is about having the uncomfortable conversation. You know, right now I'm talking about this and my heart is literally just, just jumping out of my chest because you're, you're cautious of the words you want to use. But at the end of the day, I said, you know what? I'm just going to speak how I feel. And this is a, a human issue that is going on. And again, the majority of law enforcement, I like to believe, do the right thing. But if I were to ask you, hey, you guys go on this flight, but just to let you know, there might be a couple bad apples in terms of the pilots that are driving the planes. And some of them, you know what, they crash sometimes. Like, it just doesn't work. So as a society, we need to make change. And we do that by creating change on a local level. All right? I work local government. So taking steps to become active and involved in your local community, going to your town board meetings, knowing who your um, elected officials are in your town, goes much deeper 
than going out, creating chaos in terms of the looting and all of that stuff. We only can create national change locally. And that's the message I want to put forward. Um, so definitely rest in peace to you know, Mr. George Floyd. And I think everybody who has a, a platform out there today should be using it to not put a personal opinion on it per se, but become knowledgeable and educate yourself just like you would on anything else. But I definitely understand as, as white people, this is uncomfortable. But when you look at your personal circle, my personal circle from when I was you know, two years old, I've always had all walks of life, which I'm very fortunate to have. Um, and even where I work today, you know, my, my direct boss happens to be an African-American. The town I work in is very diverse, so I'm lucky on that level. But a lot of people on a national level don't know exactly what's going on. Um, so that's the, that's the spiel there. Um, you know, I wanted to take that as a serious moment before we start uh, just to speak on it. And the theme of today's podcast will be kindness because it all starts with us at individual levels of doing our best every day. And I know you need to do more than that, but to, at the bare minimum, be kind to one another. Right. And that's one thing that we both said that we're going to teach our daughters who will be quickly arriving. Yes. Which I've been, I don't know if it's the franticness, but every week I say I'm breaking things in the house. I've broken more things in the last couple days. <laughs> and I think it's just the nervous energy. Right, but, right. No, I, I know. So that's a perfect, uh, well, I guess that would be. You know, almost a perfect segue. Right, almost perfect segue into and Prango. I'm breaking things because I'm so first, tight for First, lifting. we will go pod bod update. Um, I think I'm going to go first because I always ask you. Dave, and then, how's your body? Thank go. you. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. Uh, so I hit a milestone on the Pelly. 5,000 minutes logged on the Pelly. Can we clap it up? Thank you very much. How many? Five, uh, how long is that? Uh, so, again, I converted it because so the Peloton just logs everything, which is why I like it. It's great. Um, but it sta I, I started on March 20th, so I don't know how many days ago that was. But 5,000 minutes, they send you a little email saying, congratulations, but don't celebrate too long. we got another milestone to get to. They send you it's, a shirt or anything? No, no shirt. Wow. No shirt. But it, it, um, it comes down to like 83 hours logged of straight cycling, which is more, it's like three and a half days, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Out of, out of the past, you know, however many months, I, I've been on the Peloton for three and a half days. Like that, that's pretty cool. Um, and then the, the push-ups, man, I don't know how many you're at this week, but I, I still believe that I'm, I'm above you. I'm cruising. So, you're cruising. I'm cruising. How are you doing? I, uh, I'm going to make another bold statement with the push-ups. <laughs> I came to real, realization, so I'm at 900 a day currently. Yeah. I accelerated it, and I think I subconsciously, subconsciously, have been accelerating because I realize once the baby comes, getting that number, although doable, is going to be a lot harder. Yeah. And especially it, the time it takes. And not being a hypocrite and saying that I always set myself up for success, <laughs> I wasn't really setting myself up for success. So I'm committing to getting a thousand a day in June. So I'm at 900 a day now, so I need an extra 300 to make up those three days on top of 1,000 for the rest of the, the month. Wait, what do you mean three days? So three days of... Oh, I got you because of the date. So okay, well, get, by the time this comes out, it'll be another week into June. So, so if you. I get to... Because June 4th. June 30th, 30 days in June? 30 days has September, April, June, and November. My guy. There you go. So 30 days in June, that would be 30,000 push-ups for the month of June, and hopefully welcoming 
my daughter yep. to that. And right. then I check that off the goal list, and then I can not refocus, but add on whatever next one I want to get to. So I am, the icy hot is running low. How are the shoulders feeling? The shoulders actually feel pretty good. Okay. It's just the whole body is right. starting to, it's not break down, but it's just super fatigued because we keep, we're still going on walks, showing real estate in the heat, and also going up and down stairs in the heat yep. drains you. Not being super busy for the beginning of this was okay, but now that it's 900 <laughs> and super busy, it's been, a, it's been a grind. So bold commitment. We'll see if I hit it. I think I will. Actually, I will. Today, I'm only at like two, what did I say, 275? 275, something like that. You got to be comfortable yeah. shifting gears and getting it done anyway. Tough turnaround, though, because I'll have to get 730, 25, 725 sometime today, tonight. Well, no, that would be 1,000 then. For today? Yeah. Then turn around and get another 1,000 tomorrow yeah. morning or try to get it. So, so I'll give you some motivation because you uh, – you have um, leveled me up to, to do more push-ups so you don't catch me. So I appreciate but that. But you, you said you're but doing 100,000, right? Yeah, probably. But now that you're going to stop, I don't think I'll ever let you catch me. But so check it out. Stop? <laughs> check it out. I didn't do push-ups two days ago. I, I did, know. I, I saw, did zero. I did and then I did 20-20. I see everything. The next day. I see everything. And honestly, even doing 2,000 throughout the day, it's not that hard for me. <laughs> I'm telling you. The fact so, I, so I know that you're, you're struggling to get this 1,000, but now that you're saying that you might take your foot off the gas, I think I could just hold you off. In this mental chess match, I, have, I, I know what you're doing. I'm, I'm, do I'm past it. It sounds like history is repeating itself here, I must no, say. No, I know what you're doing, and I've created my tidal wave, and it's just going to – because, listen, 30,000 in a month is going to be great. I know it, you've done it. I haven't done it's, it. No, it's, it's a lot. It's going to feel great. Body's getting tight. And it's something that confidence-wise, if I can mark it off before the baby comes, even if I get to, like, say the baby comes June 25th, taking a guess, Ooh. and I get 25,000 push-ups, yep. technically that was 1,000 a day yep. for 25 days. Right. Can you sustain it? It's another thing, but we'll see. That's my PodBot update. I like um, I started doing push-ups in the office, uh, my basement office that is not leaking. The other side of the basement, it's a different story. <laughs> yeah. But no, it, it looks really good. And seeing the whole project come together, I love when you post, um, you know, the progress updates yeah. on it. But it's really coming together. Like, but the, I remember the first picture you had was just this raw space. And now you got the flooring down, you painted, you, um, what, what did you do? Yes, yes. That stuff is gold. Right. So you, you're, you're, doing, you're doing some impressive stuff, man. I like it. And I want to I wanna definitely get... Good at, at that type of stuff. We always talk about that, the handiness. But I don't think I'm good at it. I hope that the house that my, my realtor got for me is, is new enough that it doesn't, uh, you know, it doesn't break down. I don't <laughs> so think I, I would have do done the project myself if we weren't in the middle of all this. Yes. Because just the amount of time it's taken right. is crazy. Yep. But I didn't have another option. Right. So in the future, definitely we'll just hire someone out to do it. Yep. Uh, Prego update. So now we are 37 weeks Right, Karina is due. I mean, it could be any day now, um, which is which is the fact that you wrote very hormonal late yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I have a story on the hormones here, but I definitely want to acknowledge the 36, 37 week mark. So you're you, you can't convert the weeks to months, right? No. They say a pregnancy is how long, Mike? They start having the baby 38 to 42. Weeks. No, but I'm saying like how many months is a pregnancy? 
10, right, technically? Right, but they say nine months. They say nine. Right, but, but it's technically it's 40 weeks, so that's 10 months. That? What? Yes, the super only reason shocked. I know this is because Dana and right. my super great mother-in-law always talk about super it. Super shocked, but yes, that, that's correct. So there's your conversion. But I'm noticing Karina becoming very hormonal. So this morning, apparently last night when I went to bed, she went crazy looking for our lake key. Like we live on the lake, so we have, we have access. Must be nice. <laughs> we have, well, I had a good realtor. We have access to, to a lake. Um, and we have a key that everybody in the Lake District gets. Is there a gate? Where does this key go? Yeah, to a gate. But then you, <laughs> you get just on. Just a key to the lake? Just a key to the lake. Right, there you go. So apparently this thing got lost. I thought it was in the junk drawer or whatever, but like I wake up and she's like, babe, I lost the lake key. Do you know where it is? And I like laugh because I'm like, yeah, we'll find it. We'll find it later. Didn't realize that she spent the entire night like tearing things apart, trying to find this key. So then I work out, I send her the message that I send her every morning, like, you know, let's have an amazing day. I love you. I appreciate everything that you're doing for this family. She responds like, I'm super anxious about this key. But where's the key? <laughs> yeah, I'm super anxious about this key. So I come upstairs. I'm like, are you really serious? She's like, yeah, like I just emailed the lake president because it's the president of the you're lake. The lake president. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's the lake president. Uh, How do you become that? I know. I'm going to do that, too. I have to. I have to get Dude, on the hat, like I a sailor's to, hat? I have to get on the board. But she sent him an email already saying, like, hey, I lost the key. You know, we need a replacement. So now I'm like, oh, my God, babe. Like, look, I get it. You lost the key. She's like, no, I think you did. But I'm playing around with her because I'm like, you're probably right. So sure enough, I go downstairs, and I happen to start looking in my jackets, and I found the key. But my point of this whole story, I come back up and she's like, oh my God, she would have never cared so much about this key. Yeah. But for whatever the hormones are going on in there, she becomes like, you know, super attached to this and, and latched on to the fact that she lost this key and she emailed the president. So now the president thinks we, we have a disheveled home. Uh, a disheveled know? home. People can't <laughs> but, hold on to their keys. I can't, I can't hold on to the key. I moved in a couple months ago. Um, but I'm happy we found the key, babe, so I understand your hormones. You know, so how's that? I feel like we're living in the same universe because <laughs> the attachment piece of that is funny. Dana has a extremely hard time leaving our dog, Pizza, for an hour. Wait, leaving the dog or leaving Pizza? Her, our dog named Name Pizza. Named Pizza, gotcha. She has a <laughs> hard time leaving Pizza, too, so do I. Yeah, me too. Uh, just like looks at dogs, she's like, I can't leave him. I don't know why. I just can't leave him. <laughs> I'm like, he's fine. He's sleeping. Hey, right. you know, he wants he's doing to what sleep. he does. Yeah, all he the wants time. us to leave and then come back. Like he's not gonna worry. So he <laughs> barely not. remembers us. But we come home, but she wouldn't leave him. So we like keep bringing him places, <laughs> and because she just wants him close, which is yep. fine. And he's been a real champion. And Pete, if you're watching this, you've been great with mom. In the morning routine, he usually stays with me and plays and eats. Yep. He's going straight up and gets right back to bed with Dana nice. and cuddles up near the belly. Nice. So hopefully that'll, that'll turn into a safe dog yep. with our dog. Right, so. right, right. But, yeah, the attachment thing's funny. I've noticed it, that, too. It, it's crazy. Yeah. But you know what? We have no idea. It's just wild to think that there is, you know, five, six, seven-pound babies in there. Like, it's just, I don't know. God bless the women. Um, we're nervous as, as anything. But you know what, Mike? We're gonna we're gonna get through this. Yeah, I think. I don't know if it's. I'm just. I have a lot of energy, anxiousness. Yeah. It's more than anything. It's being anxious. Yep. Because there's no defined date. Right. Which is a weird thing. Like, I was talking to someone. Think of this scenario. I was talking to Dana's, uh, our in, uh, our sister-in-laws, brother-in-laws, and all stuff. And I was like, imagine if there was a stork, 
and it was just like, say it was Amazon that delivered babies, <laughs> right? Think, think of the scenario. Amazon is like the new stork, right? Yeah. And delivers babies, and one day, there's just a baby, baby. in a box, yeah. and then forever you're a parent. Right. Same concept. It changes. It changes. You know what today is? So today is our. So we still celebrate our monthly anniversaries. We've been together. We've been together like. Ten years now, and and by celebrate I mean what we day fight. Month? No, it's the fourth, so it's June fourth. Happy, happy, what do you say? right? Happy so monthly. It, again, it's our last monthly anniversary together, <laughs> without a child. But you could be kind of late, right? And yeah, but not not twelve days late, probably. I don't know. I don't what know. The rules are. I don't know. Um, but it, it's just strange. And by celebrate the monthly thing, I literally mean we fight to text each other happy anniversary first to see who gets the, the win on the, on the week. <laughs> so, so it's pretty funny. But anyway, no snooze recommendations. I got a good one for you. All right. Oh, so, so this, this is, is a good one. Right. I, and I think CV will like this too because everybody you know, wants to do things as efficiently, effectively, and convenient as possible. Some right? of us. Right? Some of us. <laughs> more than, some more than others. But I have been doing, so I always, use, I always eat salads. Yeah. People always ask me, you know, what, what do you eat for lunch? What do you eat for dinner? You should, but you I tell people all you eat is salad. Right, just, just salad. Just to confuse them. But there's, they have these Dole prepackaged salads. Those are nice. And whether they're Dole brand, I do the ShopRite brand sometimes, whatever. But sometimes you catch them two for five. Are we talking, yes, the ones that are in like, you they're, just grab. They're prepackaged in a bag. The standing up ones, yes, right? Yes, Not like the flat ones. Right, 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 right. Um, but it has every, every topping in it. There's different um, dressings in there. I happen to not use the, the dressings because sometimes they're a little heavier, so I do a little oil and balsamic. Um, but I, 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 we grill up grilled chicken. Now, because of the pandemic, we do it on a nightly basis. But before, we were doing it all in one shot. So literally, all you have to do if you're in a, in a struggle is just take a couple of pre-cooked uh, pieces of grilled chicken, slice them up, Throw the salad in the bag, mix it up, and you got yourself a great meal. Mm. Um, and you could do it for lunch, you could do it for dinner, but something that easy is there's no excuse. Like we don't have to go to McDonald's. You can literally go to the supermarket, get a bag of salad, and it's super cheap. Yeah. You know. So that's my no snooze recommendation. It's prepackaged. Um, I guess I guess I'd go with the Dole ones because yeah. Dole is nice and fresh. I love that one. And portioning anything, I recommend too. Like even the big well, popcorn. Bags. I eat the whole bag. Yeah, like the big skinny pops. You know the skinny pops? Yes, yes. The 100-calorie bags are great because then you just boom, 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 yep. and then you're done. So I like that. I think if you can make – trying to think – I think if you can pre- – the thing where I fall short is prepping it yep. ahead of time. But you just got to do it. Because like if I do have that, I'll stick to just like, all right, I eat this piece. Right. I just eat this box of whatever's in it, yep. and I'm good. But not having it. But that. it's taking the time. Yeah. You know, you got to find the time, the front and, end. And, and it only gets harder from here. Yeah, that's um, why I think I've deferred to protein shakes a little yep. too much in the quest, um, which I'm giggling because there's a good story coming. But um, I'm going to do my recommendation first. It right. does land with the protein. Uh, I've been doing, I'm, I'm going to call, I'm going to brand it uh, no snooze pudding. So it's almond milk. No snooding. Instant sugar-free pudding packs, like the, the mix-in ones. Yep. So usually for one package, You'll need two cups of milk. With almond milk, you use half of it. So one cup to one package. I might be right here. Then I put in a scoop of isopyrin flavored. So then it's got the protein element. Nice. And that becomes my dessert. So it's this big 30 calorie plus whatever calories. 30 calories. Well, 
30 calories, and then, and the, then milk the milk is 30 calories. So it comes out to like roughly maybe 100, give or take. Wow. But I don't know about the protein. I have to figure out the, the right consistency because it's pudding. So sometimes it gets all messy. Yeah. Um, but that's my dessert, and it's been awesome. And I feel it gives me that chocolate fix or vanilla at the end, but also it's pretty filling. It's been nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that. Can you, can you make me one? Uh, chefing with no snooze. That, okay. That oh, segment, right. That's right. going to be one of them because nice. you don't really have to cook anything. Wow, and I could, nice. do the, I could do the we salad do bags. I could show yeah. you how to open the bag properly. Pizza one's coming. I'm going to try to do it Sunday. Okay. So I've been prepping for that. I finally got the gas tank filled so I can connect it to my pizza oven wow. that Dana got me. So Shout out our boy, Duxbury. Yes, he will be featured. What he, did he make you? I, so I don't know, but he, he DM'd me like, listen, guys, thank you so much for the shout out, um, but I got something coming on the way. P.S. It's for the Pelly. So I wonder what he's going to make. So like I, I don't know. What? It's like a thing that moves yeah. it. So you right, know. right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, he's but the best. Yeah, his, no, that's uh, awesome. are mesmerizing. Oh, it's crazy. And his, his views are, are through the roof. Yeah. That one is still going viral, by the way, right? The one that you, you posted? We should go into a shop, and he should give us like an hour and see if we can make something. Like, <laughs> I would chop be my like, all right, make this for I'd chop my finger off. Yeah, Absolutely. We, chances we would walk out with all of our limbs. Negative. Negative. Um, all right, so we'll go, we'll go into the uh, protein, though. You didn't... Oh, yeah. You, you got to tell us about that. So the reason I can't really talk well right now is <laughs> I've been in the mode of just getting things done because business <laughs> has gotten busier. There's been more time needed for personal and family life, and there's just all these tasks you got to get done in a day. One of the tasks that I'm trying to do is be more engaged with all the people on No Snooze that call me out. And some people have called me out to do more squats, you know who you are, um, or do dry scoop, which I've seen before. And it's, it's typically uh, pre-workout, pre which is big. So pre-workout, yeah. small scoop. It's probably yes. like, what, a tablespoon? Yeah, teaspoon? it's a little scoop. And you can also, like, you... Can you do the water first? I do. Like, if ever, I, when I used to do that, who I would... Who does that? What? We've, uh, How is that more efficient or effective? No, is no. It, so, again, when you, when you lower the water content of the pre-workout, oh, there's something to be said about you having a greater effect. Uh, right? This is nothing new. Amber has just been doing it now well, and started like a new dry, uh, dry scoop gang, which is hilarious. And that's why I asked, you know, should Mike, should Mike do it? Oh, so, I thought she said that. No. Oh, I thought she was, I was yelling at her. I should be yelling at you. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. basically, I almost died. So... I was rushing, and I was like, all right, well, I'm done with the workout. Like, I have to have a protein shake, but I also have to respond to Amber. So I grabbed protein, a protein scoop, which we'll post the video. Protein, much different than pre-workout. The day this comes out, we'll post the video. Okay. So I have a video of it because I was trying to, like, respond. The protein powder is a half a cup. Yeah, it's probably, no. Third cup, fourth? Something like that. <coughs> probably four, four pre-workout scoops, though. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, and it doesn't just disintegrate with water. It, right. like, clumps Everybody up. knows that when you mix a protein shake, it gets clumpy. So, so that's it when you mix it. Imagine when you don't mix it. So Dana's, like, working on the couch, and I do it without her, like, noticing, because usually she's like, what are you doing? So I throw the scoop in my mouth, and I take almond milk, and I try to chug. And it goes down in one Go. motion. And I just, like, couldn't, I basically was choking to death. It so was. I oh. rush and kind of put the phone down. And as I'm putting the phone down, you see all the powder. Yeah, it looks like like smoke coming out of your mouth. You know, LeBron. Does yes, this? yes. It the was powder. out of my mouth. Right. <laughs> and I honestly was standing there, and my nose is broken 
Frank elbowed me a while back playing basketball <laughs> in the room. Nose is broken, so I can't really breathe out of my nose. <laughs> so I'm going, eh. <laughs> and like trying to pull powder out of my mouth. <laughs> that is, oh my God. Dana walks over. It l literally looks like someone antique to me. You know, people throw yeah, flour. Yeah. Flour all over myself. And I, would, I still can now have protein like jams in my throat. That is an incredible video. Imagine though. dying that way. That would like, be. That's how I died. That is a, the epitome of no snooze. Well, I didn't want to procrastinate on right. getting it done. So I was like, you know what? Got to do your research on the dry scoop. Yes, please do. Uh, so that video will be dropping the day this comes out. Absolutely. We'll remember to put that out. All right. So we ready to talk kindness now? Yeah. And I, I think the importance of, of kindness is, is a, big, uh, a big conversation, especially what's going on, like, like you said, um, you know, with, the, with the recent events, it makes it even more prevalent. But this is just something that as our daughters come into this world, we have to find a way to instill kindness in it. And you know me with my, my, fun, my fun scientific facts. Yeah, right? the so growth they're, science. They, but I'll, I'll, I'll start you with this. this. This goes back to, I want to say either my, my senior year of high school, I had this one teacher, older teacher, that was telling us about this. Um, it, it, was a pay it was a study done with a payphone, right? And a payphone for the real young listeners, is actually something that you had to put a cord. Do they have those anymore? Yeah, you all, put all I think of when you say payphone is Carrot Top. Carrot Top. 1-800-COLLECT or whatever. I didn't, is that a movie? I haven't seen it. <laughs> no? A it's uh, a guy. He uh, kind of looks like me. If he was redhead, kind of. <laughs> he used to be skinny, and now he's big. That's well, <laughs> Great. All right, I'm Carrot Top. But anyway, Great connection. A, pay, a payphone is something you literally pay, you put a coin in, and then you make your phone call. So I'm sure they still have them, but they're pretty antique now, I would say. Like, you, you don't just say, hey, can I use your payphone yeah. to anybody? You know, so this is how, how far back this goes. But there was a study done where they took two, two groups of people. And the first group, they had the coin basically in the coin return. So it made it, made it seem like, oh, my God, I found a coin, right? So they used that coin to make the phone call. The next group they didn't do that for. So they had to use their own coin to make the phone call. After every single person left, they had an actress walk by, trip, stumble, and drop her books. It wasn't right in front of the payphone, though. It was a little bit off to the side. 5%, listen to this now, only 5% of the people who, did, who, did, who had to pay for their own call stopped and helped her. 90% of the people who received the, they found that, right? That little act of, you know, whether it was luck or well-being or a, a good feeling, they, 90% of them went and helped this lady, right? So it was like mind-boggling that just a feeling of well-being, you're so much more likely to pay it forward to people, right? So it, it's a simple story, but it, it's, it's just interesting and is related back to kindness because when you're feeling good, you do kind things for people. So then the question becomes, okay, but like, how do I feel good? And by doing things for people, you actually have the same brain effect. It's called dopamine, and I believe like um, serotonin it is. Melatonin is the one that puts you to sleep. Serotonin is what kicks in when you like take a couple tequila shots and you feel good. That's what we call Mikeville. Right, <laughs> Mikeville, right, right. But it's, it, it's weird that scientifically, the same connectors go off when you do good for people. Like, you know, when you yeah, do something good, you just feel good. So 
it, it's a good way to start this conversation because just by yeah, just by feeling um, feeling better about yourself and doing kind things for people, so many the, the percentage just rises dramatically that that same good deed will be done to somebody else. Yeah, that's funny. I wonder if there was an effect of who they called, right? Like oh uh, right yeah, you call oh, certain could be. people and they would ruin yep. your day. Yeah, you know? but I remember us sitting there like. But well, wait story. a minute. Yeah, and we were we were. It was our senior year, and it was more like a roundtable discussion. But it was like how he how he told the story. Um, it, it was just it was mind boggling to me to know that something so simple, yeah. like you could have easily avoided this lady. But ninety percent who f- had this extra good feeling of like, wow, something good was done for me today, they paid it forward versus five percent of the people who didn't do it. Yeah, it's bizarre. You don't right? know what sticks with people, too. Yes. Like, even the littlest things, like you're saying. Yep. You hold the door, you smile. You don't right. know what sticks with people. And you, Because yep. you, in your own world, you see things that stick with you that aren't big things for the other person. Yep. Right? Like, someone says something nice or makes a comment. And you're like, oh, nice for you to say. Like, you don't, it, you never know what or who it's going to affect, which is part of the, the reason that I've personally been thinking about not only because of what's been in the news, but also we're having kids. Right. So they see everything. And I've, I've said it before, I've never been a mentor to someone. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been a great mentor for your younger siblings, um, in addition to, I'm sure, other people in your line of work. Me? Not really. You know, <laughs> there's no one flying under my wings. You know well, what I mean? but you, you know what? To combat that, I don't think that cycle ever stops, right? So yeah. how, do, how do infants learn? They learn by, by um, imitating, yeah. right? Which is exactly what you're saying. Like, we have to do the things that we're not only saying. But true or false, and I know you could speak to this, we see things on the Internet today. It could be social media. If I see something that David Goggins, you know, posts, I want to then go emulate that. Yeah. So that cycle never ever stops. So I intim- I, I yes I int- sorry I'm getting it. I intimidate Mike Pirelli. I know. I imitate. <laughs> I imi- no, that shirt. <laughs> I imitate what you do. Yeah. You imitate what I yeah. do. Yeah. We imitate Fair. as as adults all the time. Um, so we just Definitely. now have to be more conscious of being kind in those actions. Well, that's the thing too, right? It's like you have to be more conscious, or do you just continue doing? If you're doing the right things anyway. Then you just keep doing what you're doing. Yes, but also now becoming extra, um, extra conscious of, you know what, I'm going to make a conscious effort. I always talk about like conscious living is, is a thing that I like to do. Having because, intent. What? Having intent. Exactly. And being intentional like, okay, you know what, that door is really closed, you know, and it's far away from me, but I'm still going to go open it for, you know, the person behind. <laughs> Door's closed and locked, but I have been doing my push I haven't, so, so I can just rip it open. You know, but when you, when you live consciously like that and you start thinking about your, your conscious moves, like th- thoughts are very strange because to me, thoughts are, some people will say, oh, well, how do you change, how do you change your thoughts? How do you change your thoughts? And my response to that is thoughts are, are just things. Right? They happen all the time. So you can literally say, you know what? That thought just popped in my head, but I'm not going to do it. Right? I don't want to do that. And then when the, the good thought pops in your head, you take action. And then when you take that action, that's when it starts to build. And by you doing the right thing through the action for our daughters, that is what I'm like so focused on. And are you going to mess up? Of course. You know, but the, if, if the majority of the time you're doing the right thing like we already do, 
having our daughters become kind through our actions in our household with our wives, that's not going to be the issue. I'm really concerned about, like, okay, when she goes out into this world, you know, how, how is she going to respond to somebody who's not kind? And that, that's even, like, a, a harder conversation. So a fun game, a couple things. So number one, there's a book called The Happiness Advantage that I read. I don't know when I read it, but a while ago. And basically the whole concept is that, and I think I've mentioned it before, but if you're happy, you in turn are more kind to people, which in turn attracts more people to you. Hence the payphone. Exactly. So it's called the happiness advantage, but um, the leading by example type of situation is top of the list with daughters going out into the world and dealing with people that aren't necessarily in the same mindset. Mm -hmm. My trick that's worked for me is I kind of make it a game. Not that people's anger should be a game, but if someone's just blatantly rude to you, my goal is to make them laugh and like me at the end. It's like a little game I play. Oh, that's awesome. So the more angry someone is with me. <laughs> You're like, like, I got to flip them. And I don't do it like as in I want to be a jerk to the person. Right. But I empathize that they've probably had a terrible day. And just by asking them questions and empathizing and saying like, so, you know, how was your day so far? Usually they say, it's been nuts. Like, I've been getting yelled out by every person in town because they need their sump pump fixed or their, the HVAC has gone out or something like that. Yep. And then they start, like, laughing about it because, like, this is ridiculous. And then all of a sudden, instead of someone trying to fight you the whole time, you're getting the answers you want. They're a little more happy at the end of it, and then you leave on your day. Right. Doesn't work all the time. No, but that, that people been that, that's really good. And and the the takeaway there, you know, listening to that is I, I I always speak about empathy and how I'm trying to you know get get better with empathizing with people. But how do you do that? You do that by genuinely listening to somebody yeah. when they're talking. You yeah. know, so for the for the everyday person who's kind of struggling with like you know what I, I really don't understand the whole empathy piece. Just start to listen. You know, and really be conscious about listening to somebody and hearing them out. That's an act of kindness in itself. But I also will say this, I think it's hard for people to be genuinely kind throughout the day and throughout the month and throughout the year if you're not kind to yourself. So if you're not taking care of yourself, not only physically, I'm talking mentally, spiritually, emotionally, if you don't think highly of yourself, how are you going to genuinely think highly of anyone else if you don't know what it's like to think highly? Yeah. Right? Like you can be like, yeah, well, I'm very nice to people. I smile to everybody. Yeah, but is that a genuine kindness or are you just trying to like, hey, I smiled, hi, how are you? Yeah. Until you learn how to genuinely, you know, be kind to yourself by, you know, coming up with really good routines that work for you. Um, utilizing small habits that we talk about all the time as, as part of your, your daily routine. You know, because everybody goes through life. But it's so important to me that my morning goes the way that it goes so I have an opportunity to be genuinely kind to people. Steve Jobs said, if you get up, maybe it wasn't Steve Jobs. I don't know who it was. Someone said that if in the mornings you keep getting up and you don't like what you're doing, enough mornings in a row you have to change it, right? Yep. And it's funny if it was Steve Jobs because he apparently wasn't a very nice guy. <laughs> but um, I think the happiness starts with figuring out what makes you happy yes. and trying to audit. Obviously, you have to make money. You have to support yourself. You have to support your family. And you're not always going to be happy. We're not saying that. But if you can audit yourself and try to find things that you really do enjoy and that light your fire and you surround yourself in significant other of someone that genuinely you love and makes you happy, which is all foo-foo stuff, which I'm really not into. But that 
makes it easier to be kind to people because you're good. Yep. Like you're, if you have health and happiness and your family's all set and you're, you know, you're at least providing the main basic needs of everyone, then it's so much easier to be like, hey, listen, uh, you spilled my coffee, no big deal. Don't worry about it. Right. You know, it's just coffee. Right. And when you take a perspective on things, and this is something that, again, is very difficult to do. But when you understand that you can take ownership of your personal perspective, right? Think about this. Your ownership of your own perspective, meaning that you have an opportunity to change the narrative of your story. Mm-hmm. Okay? So when I take ownership of my perspective, I understand fully that I can be upset for 45 minutes, but I am still in control. So at some point, I have to tell myself, dude, you're in control of these thoughts. Let it go, right? And sit in your nonsense for a while, because I believe me. Why 45 minutes, can I ask? I'm just saying, for me, like sometimes it might be 45 minutes before I can ever come back to like a normal thought. I thought that was like your your organized Oh, no, no. Wow, this guy's got it down. He's got it down to a T. Yeah, set the alarm. No, but like for me, it's very hard. It used to be so hard for me to come back from things that I'm like so upset about. And now I know that I own my perspective. I truly believe that I'm in control of my thoughts. And until you own your own perspective, you'll never change the narrative of your life story. And how do you do that? You start with yourself and you start with your inner circle, right? So for us, we can just be genuinely nicer to the three of us. Now, what does that do? If we go back to the payphone thing, me being nice to you, you being nice to me, me being nice to you, you're gonna go be nicer to your wives, I'm gonna be nicer to my wives, our wives are now gonna be nicer to that. And it just, it, it's, a, it's a ripple effect that happens 90% of the time, apparently, if you look at the payphone thing, Right, so if 90% of the world is catching on to this stuff, which is something that really needs to happen in more ways than just talking about kindness, like we spoke about real events, the world can really change. But you can't change the world until you change yourself. Right, that the famous quote I have on my signature: "Be the change you wish to see in the world." Who said it? Um, Gandhi. I don't know. Gandhi said. Is that right? David Gina. David Gina. Um, no, so I, I love how we throw so many quotes out and we never know who said. Well, but but, it's, but that's fine. But it sticks with you, right? like. I, I don't know. I have all these things because I, I'm consumed by 10 pages a day. So I, I have Lead so from the front, right? I, That's a good one. Lead from the front. Right. But, Same concept. But when you start, like, I couldn't tell you where I get these things from. When in Rome. Right? Rome. Sorry, go ahead. But you get what I'm saying? Like, when, when you yeah. don't have to be an expert on this stuff. You don't. But clearly I know what I'm talking about through what I'm reading. I, I, I don't need to tell you where I got it from because I, I might not know. I forget. But I remember the lesson of it, and I'm able to now you know, talk about that stuff and pay that same thing forward. Um, and again, I think a lot of what you consume, like if you're consuming happy, you know, kind things in your life, you now do that. If you're watching, you know, murder story, like I used to yell at my wife during this pregnancy at the beginning, she's obsessed with murder podcasts. She really genuinely loves them. Yeah. Like she loves hearing the stories. It's, as well. it's like a big thing. They, they really genuinely like it. But then she would be like, I can't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> well, how could you sleep if you literally just listened to the murder on the lake and now I just gave you a key to the lake. Like, it just doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it really That's just true. doesn't work. You got to control your input. It, it, you really do because then your output changes, yeah. you know? But what starting is, with your of, circle is... Is there an input that you like... I know you don't watch movies, <laughs> but is there an input that you keep going back to, like a certain type of input? Like, do you like... I know you like docs. 
Oh yeah, I, I definitely I, I love I love watching things for sure, but it takes too much time for me. Like I don't have all this this free time to just be consuming that stuff. So I consume it like via podcast. Yeah, audio is great, but really I, I was having this conversation with CV. I, cho- I I'm intentional about the books that I choose because of this. Yeah. Right. Like I, I choose to read things that one they pique my interest, but it's a it's a jovial vibe. It, it's yeah. something that's 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 good awesome. in the life, right? Self development, and people really say, you know, oh yeah, it's foo 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 foo. Try it. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm walking proof of it because now specifically. But you take action. A lot of the problem with a lot of self improvement stuff is it people don't take action. They just keep reading because stuff because you're not consuming enough to understand what you have to do, right? And if you do it for 30 days, 30 days just might not be enough. Yeah. So you got to do it for 60 days. Yeah. And that's where, I, like, like journeys for me, I swear, like, I'm obsessed with that process. Any routine of getting from the bottom to the top of anything could be a mountain. I'm, I'm now so focused on just, okay, one foot in front of the other, one step at a time, one step at a time, one step at a time. Whereas if we did this podcast three, four, five, ten years ago, I would have been a disaster. Because I would have been like, oh, this isn't growing the way I want it to grow. It's not growing. It's not growing. And it's really problematic for your life. You know, but when you look at, for that, that was me. Well, that's a patience thing, too. Yes, but, but again, maybe I was taught patience through the stuff that, um, yes, I'm getting older, but also through the stuff that Weird. I'm consuming. Yeah, no, definitely. But I, I'm just curious as what people consume. Like, I know for me, I have stuff in my ears constantly, and I always have stuff playing. If I'm walking in the uh, grocery store, yep. always. Just dead time. Because you know what's going to leak in by just hearing other people's BS. Right. It's terrible to say, but it's very selfish in the fact of, like, I want to control what I'm juicing in my ears. Can like, I stop I'm, right there, though? You said it's very selfish. I'm brainwashing myself. You, you are, but it's, it's, it might be selfish in that moment, but then it's unselfish because you're going to be better to everybody else. Yes. In addition, if, say, for the day, you're I'm, – I'm in a unique situation where I'm by myself. Palette's dry, sorry. 70% of the day, maybe. And working by myself, like, obviously I have a team and stuff and it's Dana and family, but majority of the time I'm by myself. So I'm able to do that, whereas other people aren't able to seclude themselves and make, you know, they, they can't make those choices because they're consuming what other people talk to them about, like water cooler talk. Right. The majority of it now is very negative, which is fine. You're entitled to be negative. Your what opinion, is water cooler? Water cooler talks like when everyone gathers around for a break in oh, office. Yeah. I don't have that. Right. Like, I don't really have yep. the negative input other than the news, which I choose to figure out what's the important. Hi- if something, someone said this, if something's very important, you'll hear about it. Right. It doesn't work great for weather. Yep. Like, last night we were driving home and, and then it was boom. a monster. Yeah, it was crazy. Dude, that was the most scared I've ever been driving. Really? I had Dana, pregnant wife, Petey, me driving, and it's like late at night. My contacts are dry because it's like nine. And I'm like this, trying, trying to drive. To, that's terrible. Crazy. But anyway, side note. Um, so if you can control, best, one of the best things I ever got were AirPods and Bluetooth headphones because they go with you. Yep. You walk somewhere, you put them in. Go in the grocery store, you put them in. And I've said it before, but I like to listen to either stuff that's self-improvement and or com- 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 comedy, yes. stand-up comedy, comedy podcasts, because... Even in the most serious of times, they're able to put a, not make it into a joke, but look on the lighter side, yep. which lightens up the whole heavy situation of everything. Death, family, risk, worry, they just kind of put a, a 
a different perspective on it, which I like, right. which and, is not something you would expect. And, and again, though, you have to be... You got to figure it out yourself. You have to be okay with knowing that negative thoughts are going to come. Oh, yeah. Bad times in life are going to happen. But if you have any control of the majority of, you know, your thoughts, understanding when to take action on a positive thing creates change. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you just knowing the whole process of how things work now in your own brain, and I can't tell you how your brain works, you can't tell me how mine works. But once you start to put the work in on a regular basis, it becomes very clear. Like I, I have a lot of clarity with that. What, is, what do they always say? Uh, your biggest enemy is? Yourself. And what do they say about keeping your enemies? Close. So you need to figure Close. out yourself because you're your biggest enemy. So you got to be con think of your mind yep. as another person. It's a good way to like that, that. separate it. Don't, I'm not saying be like <laughs> Mr. Ripley type stuff. Right. But if you like know how you react to things, yep. be like you would react that way because you want this. It's like trying to outsmart yourself. Right. This could learn turn into a black hole. But <laughs> I think about that all the time. Like I sometimes in work, I know a downfall of mine is the lack of patience. Right. So sometimes I have to slow myself down and say, like, I would love to try to try to sign up this listing, but it just doesn't make sense at this time because I didn't I didn't have the research done right. and they want too high of a price. And that's something you learn with time. And like in my personal life, you know, Dana does something that usually sets me off. And I'm like, usually here you'd snap, you know, now just, you know, let it roll off the shoulder, see how that feels. Getting better at it, not perfect, but when you, no, when you it, break it I don't it know up, if we can nice. ever perfect that, but no. understand, just doing what you're doing is, is the, the first step. And over time, that just changes your life. I have to say, too, the morning routine helps with the fatigue, which is counterintuitive, but it actually helps me in the long run. Of course. Because I'm used to being a little more fatigued mentally later in the night now mm -hmm. because I'm doing it every day. Whereas if I was, say, waking up at 7 and had a full day of work, I'm not used to that feeling at the end of the day where now it's just I know at 8 o'clock I'm fatigued and I'm able to deal with it better. Right. And my willpower is still a little better, which I think scientifically proven. Bro science. I love science. This will take us to Questies because it's kind of around the, the same topic. Not this very first one, but the, the other one. Yeah, that'll take us. Yeah, yeah, the, the other ones are. Um, so we'll go for uh, uh, Becca from New Hampshire. You seem to have a unique niche with no snooze, but how would you inspire someone to start something unique? Not for nothing. <laughs> this is another tough question. Very vague. When, right? When you look at these questions, and we're trying to, you know, as it comes in, we just wanted to share it. Uh, but these are a little difficult. So first thing. Is that a compliment, Becca? Right. I will say that, yes, we have a unique um, niche in no snooze. But it's unique because it's our experiences. We're not, yes, we're sharing things that we do, but nobody can go and emulate exactly what we're doing because we're utilizing our own lives. So that's the uniqueness of it, right? Yes, we happen to have a niche at like the whole 5 a.m., but there's a million people that wake up at, at the same time. It's a million companies that right. do it. And then also to create something unique, and you love this, you love this. Bring it home. No, you love this. Bring it you home. document, you don't create. Well, that's Gary Vee. But, that, but that's fine. So that, that's applicable here. You become unique 
off of the documentation that you have, and then if you think something is unique through that, then you utilize it. You don't, and you, you say it to me all the time, you're like, do you think people really care? And I'm like, yeah, because you're prob- you don't think it's unique. No, to, I, right? I, re- I get into arguments with you too all the time. Yeah. I'm like, why would I share my food recipe? Claudio says it too. Yeah. Because and- you're unique. You're a snowflake. Yeah, snowflake. Uh, I agree. That was beautifully said. No snooze is just a brand that right. is us. We are the brand. So the and, and it says, but how would you inspire someone to start something? Just unique? document. So you start documenting things, and you start documenting it in your form. Maybe, maybe you to like put it out there though. But maybe well, but maybe you like to write, right? So maybe you write a whole bunch of things, and you don't see. This is where I think we disagree. Throw it out. I, I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put it out right away. I would take, maybe you, maybe you did a journal, like say you like poetry. I don't know. I, Becca, I hope you like poetry because this is what I'm going to do uh, as, an, as an example in terms of writing. Maybe you say, you know what, I really want to create a book. So you committed to a process of journaling for three months. Now you have three months of actual content that you just documented. Mm-hmm. And then you have the opportunity to go in and take out the unique experiences to hopefully create something off of that. So that's where I think I like it's that. that's where I think it's pretty cool in terms of like you keep your content until you can really create something from it. Yeah, you know what I mean. See, that's definitely the right answer. The the way that is it? I don't know. Well, not, it's a good way to solve it, right? The the other approach that I would take, which is just for you have to figure out what your style is. Like I like Throwing I get darts. motivated by seeing feedback, and I'm less likely to do something if I don't make it public. Yes. Right? Yep. You, you, yes. So definitely. for me, I think there's less of a chance for my personality if I did 30 things behind closed doors versus 15 mediocre ones in front and figured it out along the way. Right. Like if I was a rapper, I'd be the Little Wayne approach where I would never write stuff down. I would just Just rip. go rip. Yeah. You'd Bit be it. very strategic. You'd be the Drake. Oh, version. yeah. Well, I, How does, about that I don't rap know. reference? Does, does Drake Pretty write good. his own lyrics? I don't know. I think mo- I don't know Drake. I'm hey. just saying. I think he Who's has a rapper 40 that writes. Yeah, Eminem writes his own stuff, right? Yeah, you'd be Eminem. Kind of. And Eminem is You have much better facial hair than Eminem. (laughs) Uh, Becca. So Becca is the girl. Every time I hear Becca, I think of Superbad. Have you ever seen Superbad? No, never seen that movie. That's the one with the curly hair. He has the curly hair. Yes. What is the name of the guy with curly hair? 24 seconds, put it on the clock. In Superbad? Yes. The, The bigger guy with curly hair. It's something like not Mc- his 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 name in the movie. His nickname, isn't it like McNuffy or McDuffie <laughs> no, or something? That's the other guy. What what what? McFlurry. McLovin. 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 That's the other dude. That's the other dude. That's the other dude. The main character. It's uh. The main. One's character. Michael Sarah and one's. Oh, uh, I have no idea. That's not Michael Sarah. The Seth is the main guy. Oh, Seth Rogen. No, he's in it. Oh, main, I have right? no. Isn't the main guy's name Seth? I have no idea. Anyway, I failed. Becca <laughs> is the girl that Michael Sarah is going after. Anyway. McLovin, gotcha. That's the relationship. <laughs> right. I think in movies, too. You have your phone on you? I don't. You do? Yeah, I do. Do Can I need it? Go to the DM. I think a new question came in from Blake. Oh, my God. I feel like this is a... Uh... Blake um, DeSalvatore, I believe. How do you say that? How do you know? I just got a notification. Oh. I feel like this is a setup. No, it's not. It's a, but it's just real time. <laughs> right. right? Well, there's a... From Blake. Oh, it's, he's responding to your picture with the cut-off sleeves. You're welcome for the wreck. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. Looks good. Wait, I cut that way before you said that. But it looks like the 90s. That's <laughs> the look. Uh, serious question. Blake DeSalvatore. Go follow him. Serious question. How do you guys wake up so early every single day? 
Do you guys go to sleep early or do you take naps throughout the day? I'm a night person and try to wake up early. Even if I go to sleep 10, 11, I struggle getting up before seven. Genuinely asking because it's hard for me to do stuff in the evening since I work till six. So I want to get stuff done before walk. I'm assuming it means work. Yeah. Um, just repetition, I guess. You got to train the body. So I'll give you something tangible for him. He, he's asking about how do we wake up so early every day, right? That was what it was? Yeah. So you struggling to wake up before 7, and this is the same advice I give everybody. I might have said it on here too, but this is specifically for you, Blake, because this is going to work. Block A. Look at it like a process. Give yourself 30 days, okay? Now, day 1 through 7, start waking up at 6.45. So that's 15 minutes before. Okay, now week two of those 30 days, start waking up at 6.30. I think people, you go wrong because you say, you know what, I'm going to go from 7 a.m. to 5 a.m. <laughs> Mike is like me. And yeah, you can, get, you can get acclimated to it, but it's just a much harder approach versus sitting back and saying, you know what, I'm going to be patient, like you said, Patience. and I'm going to do this strategically by cutting back 10 to 15 minutes a week do that for four weeks, now you just cut yourself an hour. My question is, what if the first week they aren't able to do the 645? Why wouldn't you be able to do 645? I'm what does that mean? In theory. Okay, so this is the question that I always Good get. Question. No, I, I guess, but then you're really not ready to commit. All right. You know, and, and if you if you cannot commit to something so small for yourself, and again, repetitive, but I will probably say this over and over and over again. You're looking for some magic pill to become either successful, to wake up early, all of us in life, to be an overnight success, and it just doesn't exist. I would like a shake. So until you, <laughs> like I said, until you can really understand that this is a process and that you want to commit to it, because if you don't really want it, you're not going to do it. So okay. by you asking this question, Blake, I hope that you can... You really want it for yourself. And my advice would be give yourself 30 days. And yeah, you know what? Maybe two days, maybe three days, maybe once a week you don't do it. But the next day you gotta come back to it. And then eventually you create a new routine for yourself, which will ultimately get you to 5 a.m. after two months of it, right? Because yeah. if you're at seven and you wanted two hours, do it the right way. Take a two month process for the rest of your life to be really successful in the morning. I agree. My advice, I do take a couple naps now. But my advice also would be to get an accountability partner. And we could be, we could be those guys. <laughs> you tag us in the morning, we'll repost you. Yep. 5 a.m., whoever tags us. And then it becomes like, oh, I don't want to publicly be shamed because I know people are watching and they expect me to be reposted at 5 a.m. That's one of the biggest things that got me over the hump was see, like, I can't let people down. And that doesn't work for Yeah, so you got to figure out what gets I have, you and not, no offense to you and CV, I just don't. Why are you throwing CV? This is, well, I'm just saying. Cause I you get all, CV in trouble. You, you, no, you're such a nice guy, and I appreciate this so much, your kindness. But when you say to me and you say to us, guys, I don't want to let you down. I don't want right? to let you down. First of all, I have too much accountability to myself. So before I can ever let anyone else down, I'm really not worried about you guys. That's fair. Like, I would be so guilty for myself. But, but it, to, that's two different approaches. You but know what to I mean? elaborate, too, it's mixed in yes. with all these other goals and, right. you know, the brand, no snooze, the real estate stuff, family yep. stuff, because I made it in my head for me, and I've said a million times, I have to uh, rationalize why I'm doing something, yep. and it's got to 
contribute to the big why. So because I wake up at 5 a.m., I'm able to spend more time with Dana at night. I'm able to knock out more work earlier and be in better shape so when my daughter comes, I'm in better shape to be able to work all day like crazy or not like crazy, just work all day, and at the end of the night still have the high energy to be able to play with her. Or right. So, like, I rationalize the big picture. Mm -hmm. In addition, I just don't like letting people down, and when I do things with other people, whether it's representing as clients, being married to them, being family, I don't like letting people down in general. And I've found that as a trigger for me. So, And that's awesome. And I think I do that too, but I have to come first selfishly yeah. because I can't show up for you guys you have a different... until I show up for myself. But that's your big why too. Like you have the big picture of I need to take care of one, and then by take care of one, I'm that much better of a person that I can take care of everyone else, which is the same concept, just the different right, right, roundabout right. way. Yeah. yeah. So, Blake. That's good. Get up at 5 a.m. No excuse. <laughs> get up tomorrow. Um, we have time for one more questie. Yeah, because this, yeah? this one might be a little elaborate answer, though. Um, not, the, not the fashion one. I'm going to go to this one. Um, and this was a, a personal text message, so I'll leave the name out. I have to lead a presentation to our company staff of 100 people over Zoom in two weeks, and I legitimately feel like I'm going to have a panic attack. I'm not their boss, so I feel funny training them, but as soon as my boss asked me to do it, I said, of course, without thinking about it. Yep. It's pretty funny to think about. Been right? there. Yeah. I'm good at my job, but this is definitely new for me, so I'm hoping you can give me some specific advice. A, a backup plan is you could always act like you froze. It's, <laughs> not, it's nice. You can't do that in person, yeah. but in, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> on Zoom, right? Uh, yeah. And then, and then just, you collect your just thoughts. Just leave the meeting. Well, <laughs> like, say you forget what you're going to say. You could be like, it's a bit, and then you could think about it, and then, and, and then just, yeah, yeah. that's good. Practice um, that. Yeah, for sure. So the first thing, though, I would say, because I go through this. Yeah. Right, like maybe maybe it's not a hundred people, but there's been times that I talked to four hundred people, and there's been times that I talked to five people. And nowadays, it is either on Zoom or in person. First step is though being honest with the crowd. Yeah. So I think that's a great segue to what you just texted me into telling the staff. Oh yeah. Like, hey guys, look, when the boss asked me to do this, at first I was you know kind of thrown off by it. It's not my regular self, but you know what? I became so obsessed with it, and this is how you build trust. When you speak through your preparation process for this training, I think that will go a long way to the employees. So if what, I, what I'm going to tell you is if it is two weeks out, act like it's going to happen in three days. Create this presentation in three days. So now you have over a week and a half to do exactly this. Every day when you wake up, read it over. Mm -hmm. Every night before you go to bed, read it over. Now every time you read that over, you're going to get confidence in your head, but you're also going to say, you know what, I didn't like the way this was, so then you add new things and you try to perfect it. The staff will really appreciate that you, you know, went through this process and you basically became an expert in two weeks on what you're teaching them. I love that. And you could have a piece of paper, so you could have the fallback. Something I did and I've done for my speeches is I record myself doing it and I listen to it. Nice. And you can listen That's back. awesome. And here you're not really going to have an applause but you can put in there things for breaks. Yep. So like for the speeches, I would leave space for applause. Right. If you knew like, so then you'd take a break and then you look down. So you'd time. Yeah, what down. if there's no applause, it's just silence? Then you just gotta you just go say, um, You go like this, um, excuse me guys, sorry. But you even like you're saying to the fact of looking down when you realize there's a break in the action, 
knowing all that ahead of time makes you more at ease because you've done it so many times. You could also go in just blind and Zoom one person. Tell them Mike sent you. Yeah, tell them Mike sent you. <laughs> go, go the other blind. trick on Zoom is you can just just talk to one person. Just be yes. like, hey, Tim, I'm doing the speech soon or whatever. I'm right. doing the training. Like, I'm just going to look at you when I train. Yeah. Because you don't. But you can do that in real life, too. Um, but oh, yeah. Also, sure. also what, um, you know, it, it's kind of, Mike likes to say, foo-foo. But being genuine and being yourself is real. Right, like people, especially if you're not their boss. Well, that's not fufu. I'm saying no, 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 no. Like I'm, inspiration. But I'm no, no, no. I'm saying fufu. Like Fugazi. yeah, duh, duh. Like this is very huh. obvious, but fundamental. Do it, do it in a way that if they, if your staff respects you, and I'm sure they have a ton of respect for you because I, I, I know who he is. But if, if this is something that you haven't done before, and you know the staff and you know how the personality is of the individuals, you know what they already like and what they like about you. So be that same person and show up for them that same way. Don't come out there and be like, and this was a struggle for me when I first got the job. Hey, like, I'm teaching you this. This is how you should do it, blah, blah. Like, you you can't do that because then the staff of 100, right, is going to be, it's not going to be a good thing for you. Um, So those are just different ways. Or you could just freeze and... Yeah, you, you know, do the freeze freeze that, frame. I like that too. Um, all right, so that you, you got anything else on that one, or we're good there? No, I think you nailed it. Cool. Mike's favorite section: Low. Would you rather? Would you rather? All right. Would you rather be an extra in a really good movie, Ooh. or have a big part in a terrible movie? That's a good one, right? I'm thinking of specific movies that, like, if I was an extra, it'd be pretty awesome. I would say extra in a really good movie and like a mafia movie that's like timeless. Like in The Godfather, if like a murder scene, I was the guy You're doing the, the, guy. Like the waiter or like I'm the guy who screams. So in a really good movie. See, I might, I might take the um, Donald Trump approach and this is not, no, no, this is not political. This is, this is factual. You watch the documentary. He, he strategically oh, yes. back Home in the day and- used to thrive, used to thrive off of obtaining energy. So whether if it was positive, negative, negative, positive or negative energy, he knew that, okay, energy is getting me into the spotlight. So whether you're talking good about me or you're talking bad, you're still talking about me. Same thing with Kanye West, right? So I think I might take, take that approach, be a lead on a really bad movie oh, and, hope, really? and hope that movie it's becomes so the worst movie in the world that people then talk about. And now I'm the, you know, the star See, of a really bad movie. I thought you were going with I want to be in the big time ones as an extra as, because as an extra? you're getting the energy from the big time movie. No, I'm saying that, you, like, you know, the Kanye West, when you say Donald Trump, then people are like, oh, political, political. Kanye West, like, he likes to draw negative, negative energy because, or, and like have people talk about him in a negative way because they're still talking about him. Yeah, it's, I mean, right? it's marketing, one Right, that's what I'm saying. Any so I think good. on a movie level, I'd still rather be, you know, the, gotcha. the big man in a terrible movie. Um, I think it's just because he doesn't know any big movies. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what's a big movie? <laughs> Would you rather always have a small rock in your shoe or always have mud in your shoe? Uh... <laughs> oh, I would say small rock. I, I agree. Small rock. Ro- mud if, make noise. It feels terrible, but the the yeah mud in your shoe is just. <laughs> Did someone submit that? It's just nasty. You ask this every time. I bring these to you. Someone, nobody, nobody submits these, Mike. Someone uh, who said Dana. Dana was like, <laughs> who comes up with these? And I was yeah. like, I think Dave does. Dave does. I don't really listen when I ask. Dana him actually, she texted me this one. Uh oh. Would you rather clean the bathroom or do laundry? <laughs> would you rather have your thumbs replaced with your big toes? <laughs> or have your pinky fingers replaced with your pinky toes. 
<laughs> when you think about that image, right? When I would do pinkies because when, my pinkies are already jacked up. You would do pinkies? Yeah. So I thumb's important. But genuinely, I think I would choose thumb. Ooh, I don't because have my pinky toes. my pinky toe <laughs> so is jacked. so small. No, it's just so oh, small. Yeah, it's like losing a finger. Like I, I actually can use like I can do things with this pinky. I can't do anything with my pinky toe. Like I know pinky toes have a purpose because of balance or whatever, but they are so small and insignificant to me that I would not have that on my finger. <laughs> like I would rather have a fat finger, like my like my big toe on my hand. Does a toe bend like a thumb? No, it just looks like it. Like, it just got to look like, like it. You bends, have your, though, right? Yeah, you have your toes you have on your... I'm moving my toe to try to figure it out. You have your toes on your hands. Yeah, I would put... You're right. You flipped it on this one. We, we flipped them. Yeah, <laughs> we flipped them. Now, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, gloves would be tough. Oh, I'd be man. like in uh, another movie reference, uh, The Prestige. Have you seen that Never movie? seen it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're going to have to have a no snooze... Uh, the Prestige? What is that? No snooze movie... No snooze screenings where we watch a movie for the first time. But we've been saying that and you don't do it. You don't, know, you don't take me to the movies. I'm not taking you to the movies. You got to earn that. <laughs> um, so in The Prestige, he... Uh, spoiler alert. Three, two, one. He <laughs> cuts off his pinky. I don't want to give it away for you, but basically he wears a glove and his pinky's cut off. So, yeah. if you if you have that, you can do magic. I, I guess yeah, with like maybe our daughters or something. But like, yeah, dude, that's gonna be play big in the future. It's gonna play big in the future. That's gonna be a big move. All right, um, that that was that was good. But I, I'm definitely going big big toe there. This will bring us my, my, my mantra beats <laughs> to, to my favorite part of the episode, Dave's dime of the week. Demons, demons, demons. Unexpected kindness point of is the most powerful, least expensive, and most underrated agent of human change. Don't know who said it, but. Nice delivery. I'm gonna try your, your, your style. <laughs> My favorite clip of the week. <laughs> Miguelito's mantras. Ito, Ito, Ito. A single act of kindness throws out roots in all directions. And the roots spring up and make new trees. Baby boy. <laughs> that was awesome. I think we need to, um, all right. Who said that? Uh, it doesn't say who said it. This is gonna be a fun editing thing for you. No, this is good, great content. This is good, great content. So I am going to get for another week Miguelito's heat on the feet is being taken over by Davy Dimes over here. Davy does it all should be his new nickname because he does does it all. No, but he's got the shirt and the sock combo. Is that too matchy in t in, in 2020? So Fas fashionistas, I know. Funny, funny thing about the um, about the anchor in general. So the anchor itself is super significant for my family. It's actually one of our like family symbols, right? So my grandfather, Navy, anchor, water, dad's a boater. Like, Cast anchor. It, boom, it all ties in, right? So not only when I see things with anchors on it do I think family, but now I, I bring it into my household because of the whole lake thing. Like, it, 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 it's pretty, I wouldn't, no, I don't have, but I, I have things, I have things with anchors on it, right? And then the socks, shout out to, to Frankie P. Did I see a hole in them? No. Oh, look! You gotta get the gotta get the bleach. Gotta get the bleach stain. Sorry, Frankie. Wow. Sorry, Frank. He's not a machine. Sorry, Frankie. 
Um, so these were from Frankie's wedding, I believe, yes, right? Good times. We all we all wore these. Some of my um, socks too. Yes, and very comfortable too. And I think they they came with a bleach stain on it, but you know, I don't know. Which makes me think, where is my pair? I must have those somewhere. I'm sure you do. Have, you know, there's probably holes in the bottom. Warm so much. Probably. Uh, same style shoe as Frank's wedding as well. Yes. Right. Well, the wingtip is major these days. Like, if you don't have a good wingtip, you need to get one. Yeah, I don't have. I got. I got these from uh, Italy. They. Uh, we got a bunch of wine, and then they sent us to the next stop. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I got work. <laughs> I bought two pairs. Oh man. Those are nice though. But I appreciate mm. you stepping up and taking over the sock game. Well, Although, it's easy, especially when I'm back at, at work. It's easy because I have to wear socks every day to work. So I have. I have a. Do you though? SCV. I have I have a plethora of socks. Do you? Yeah. So you're gonna join in on Heat of the Feet? No, I can't. I can't. That's your thing. No, it's it's it can be our thing. No, no, no. I'm not going with that. Heat on the feet. Milk. We'll heat on the feet. Could be our milk. Could be our milk. That could be our milk. That could be our milk. It could be our milk. I've never seen it. I don't know. Whose milk is that? Could be our milk. That's a movie. I don't know. You know? I don't know. Until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. My man. Can't do that. Good. That's another Epi in the books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at nosnoozepodcast.